This throwback to black goes to a quote from Ella Fitzgerald. Just don't give up on what you're trying to do. Where there is love and inspiration, I don't think you can go wrong. Throwback to black Ella Fitzgerald. Now let's start the motherfucking show. Check one two one two. It's your boy Corey Doseki. Can I come through? Oh, dropping bars. What's up, bars? I'm hot. Okay. <laughs> so gone challenge. What? Oh, where? I'm Pl- gone. Uh, please, mic off. Uh, please don't off. do the so gone challenge. I'm, I'm so tired <laughs> of the goddamn so gone challenge. Like if you didn't do it in the first week, just give it up. Stop. You like. You're late. You're late. You, 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 you're not. You're not. You're not social media savvy. You it's missed that you. wave, man. You can't do it. You can't do it now. I, it's I, three weeks later. I'm scrolling past your shit. Yeah, like ah, oh, this motherfucker here. He took time. He wrote his bars. Rewrote. Erased. He, he threw it he away. Right out like he's <laughs> not hot. He's in a room full of balled up newspaper. Balled up paper. Like <laughs> it's not hot enough. I, I, I'm not ready. I have the bars. I'm not ready for me. I'm not ready yet. Something else. What's up, baby? What it do, bro? What it do? I feel like I just seen you. We just did this already. We man. just did this. The right? turnaround is too short, man. It was short as fuck, but it was so real. Like yeah. I realized my true age. Yo, real talk. I forgot my age the other day. Oh, really? It's bad. I can remind you every time you need me to. No, but I was calling myself a year early. I was like, I'm 36 because I kept asking what year it is. Uh-huh. But my birthday not till November, mm-hmm. so technically I'm 35 still. Okay. So I was calling myself thirty six for about a month now. It doesn't really matter at really this point. Don't. Like it, it you know I, when you like fifteen, sixteen, them years matter. It but matter. It, Once you, you get over twenty five, you get that insurance. It's twenty five, thirty, thirty five, forty. It's done. Yeah, that's that's all the, that's it. It's yeah. not. These just years right now. Anything between that, you know, so you thirty. I'm trying to progress. <laughs> like I'm trying to get my life right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm in the mood right now though. Because I guess I'm in my midlife crisis there. Is it time yet? You having a midlife crisis? Not yet. I don't think it's here yet. But I do want to change. Okay. I think I'm going to do it. I need a drastic change just to shake things up. Go murder one. Cut all your hair off. I was thinking about that. Yeah, go murder one. I was thinking about that. I still got a, like a year left. Yeah. So I'm going to hold on for my last year. Okay. But I don't know. I go, don't know. I go, think I'm getting the gym. I think I'm just start with that. Go murder one and get a face tattoo. Ooh, I could get like an alpha tattoo on my forehead. Yeah, it'd be like a marker Buddha. Or, 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 you can go murder one, cut all your hair off, uh, and get an alpha tattoo on the top of your fucking head. Nick, I can get the whole shield, right? Well, you're not supposed to put the shield, but I can get at least the crest or something, like. I don't know the rules. I'm just you saying, know, get a rules, tattoo on your rules. head. It's like it's like a gremlin. You can't get it wet. You know, you gotta get the right rules, right? It's like you can't drink with your letters on. Is that a rule? Isn't that a rule? It's it's like a rule of do the right thing. Okay. Like you don't want to be represented of, damn that drunk motherfucker with the letters on alpha. Then motherfuckers, you don't want the image associated with the act. I see a lot of drunk frat people all the time. I do all the time. Okay. All the time. Everybody don't respect it. It's just my personal code. You know, my personal code is I don't go buy liquor with my letters on. I don't get drunk with my letters on. Or smoke. None of that. Okay. Not with my letters on. 
What if you go to a frat party and then you rock your, your whatever? You don't drink at the goddamn party? No, I don't rock my frat uh, letters. If it's a party I know it's going to be liquor, at, I don't rock my letters there. Oh, you're a real I, I wear the colors, but I won't rock my letters there. I just don't feel like, I don't want those two things associated. It's like, that's the main thing they do. Okay, so getting the It's tat- like a uniform for so me. So getting the shield forehead tattoo is, is not is against the rules. I, I think it'd be bad. Okay. okay. I, I don't think it'd be it'll work for me. Yo, YOLO, man. Fuck it. You know, see YOLO. Ah, you just can't YOLO it. Shit, you've been in the game long enough. Fuck it, what you gonna tell me? I mean, not long enough for career wise. Oh, like yeah. frat wise, yeah, I can get away with it. Yeah. But career wise, it just wouldn't look good. You, you know, you PR and you know, you the face of a company with half on your forehead at the Mark of Buddha. You know, it sound good. Right. It don't sound good. At all. At all. At all. So, you know, it's just not one of the things that's going to rock. So, when did you realize your age? What happened? I, I was uh, taking a shower. Okay. You couldn't wash your back? No. <laughs> no. You know. You dislocated the shoulder? I, I did. I, yo, my left hand is flexible. I can get all that. But my uh, I was you know when you in the shower, you think it, you know you got some music playing in the background, you got time to think about shit. He's like, damn, I'm down to thirty five. You know you look at it like, damn, I ain't ugly. You know I ain't got the beard gut. You know the super super beard gut. It's a gut, right? But it ain't that motherfucker that you think you know you know that motherfucker a day away from heart attack shit. Okay. And I was just like, damn, I'm thirty. I told somebody I was thirty six yesterday. I'm 35. Mm. You know you're 35, right? Yeah, that's what happens when you do uh, clouds before you take a shower. You have too much time to think <laughs> in the shower. I come up with the best revelations about life while I'm in my shower. It's great Okay, moment. yeah. I'm enough in your shower conversations. It's dope. Yeah. You ask. Hey, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm mad I did. I, know I you thought it, be. I thought it was gonna be some like groundbreaking experience that you realized that you was old and shit. No, it was but just you a washing high your moment. ass thinking high. You know what I'm high moment. Okay. It was a high moment. Like damn, cool. you alright? You alright? Right. Well, that's you gotta have. You know one thing I noticed about people, we don't have enough confidence and self esteem in our goddamn selves. You know, you quick to say, you know, it's a joke online. Like, yeah, nobody want my ugly ass or nothing like that. We as people do not have enough self-esteem about our goddamn selves. You know, it's it's just something I noticed. It was just one of them hot moments. You'd be like, damn. You know what? People really are bad on themselves. You find out that you are hard on yourself. You ten times harder on yourself than what your fellow man think you are. You should be, though. I mean, you should be. If you're not going to be hard on yourself, then you're not really pushing yourself. I think you should be hard on yourself, but I think you should also... Recognize your the good in yourself too, you know the things you have done. Okay. Not harp on them as like that's your men, that's your last thing to do, but also take them up to you know take some pride in yourself. You're not that bad of a person. Everybody think, and and no matter how you are, you subconscious think you're the worst person on earth. Yeah, you got midlife crisis going on, man. Not go on really. buy go on buy your Harley Davidson, some leather chaps. Uh, get a couple tattoos and ride across the country. I mean, it's your moment. I think I just get a car. Nah, I, I'm not gonna do the hard. I'm okay. Just the bikes. Alright. <laughs> she ain't got no legs, Lord Jesus. I just, God damn it. So we had the live show. 
They had the live show, bro. Live show last week. Last Friday. Live show was dope. Thank you all for coming out. Yeah, everybody came out. That was dope. Yo, if you listen to that show, oh my God, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know if I should or shouldn't apologize about the sound, but it's a live show. There's only so much you can do. It's I mean, live. No, you shouldn't apologize for it. I shouldn't have to. Nah. It's, it's a live show. I'm sorry. You know, you should have been there. It was fucking fun at us. Yeah, we had a good time. Man, I had a ball. Thank you all for coming out. Shout out everybody that was rocking the shirts out in these streets. Yeah. I get calls back saying, I saw somebody wearing your shirt. Really? Yeah. That's what's up. Dope. That's real dope. That's real dope. So, yeah, you know, salute on the shirts. I have something else. You did that. It was a lot going on behind the scenes, a lot going on in the breaks that you only can witness if you was at the live show. So For real. It was a great show, hilarious. Um, y'all are petty as fuck. Y'all are very petty. Yeah. Very petty. But thank you for coming out. Yeah. We had a petty ball. So I had to uh I had to be at work at four o'clock in the morning the other day, right? It's been a rough week. Oh. Doing the show and then I had to go to work the next morning. Okay. Post turn up working is the worst. The worst. Because I'm at work. Hung the fuck over. Your whole soul was hurt. I, I didn't talk to nobody till like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Do not speak to me. I'm not your friend. <laughs> so it was a rough turnaround after the live show. And then, you know, I had to be at work at 4 o'clock in the morning a couple of days later because we had a little audit we had to do and shit. And it's 4 o'clock in the morning. Your whole soul. Why are we talking to each other? There's nothing. Our conversation between, between us two. It's beneficial to our job. Why are you talking to me? You it's 4 o'clock in the fucking the morning. No, I'm just walking past people. Don't talk to me. It's no, <laughs> like I said, the bitch is like, good morning. Motherfucker, it's 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like I said, the sun's not up. Where the fuck is the morning at? Why are you talking to me this early? You ain't here for none of this shit. No, I'm not here for none morning of this. morning and people... It's not your best friends right now. That's, that's a bad conversa- combination. Like, the sun's <laughs> not up, and you're talking to it me. It was about an asshole time, too, I You should have seen the assholeness of me. Like, people's <laughs> like, what was wrong with you yesterday? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, shit. Just don't talk to me that early in the morning. <laughs> you better not ask for a day off. You better not go ask for an exchange shit. <laughs> Don't talk to me. What, bitch, what? I gave her that what, bitch, look. Did you give her the ghost face? Just like, why? <laughs> I don't even understand why we even interacting. In my mind, I'm still asleep. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm asleep, but I'm woke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, your dog ass. Leave me alone. Why are you here? Very much so. Man, my weekend was so much better. I'm sorry. Jerron Marshall, salute. That boss up turn up event that uh, we went out to, we said we was going to support, was so off the chain. Yeah. Man, I had a ball in that thing. That's what's up. When I say Jerron gave me a live show. Yeah. Live show. Singing. Happened that night. It occurred. It occurred. That's the ladies up. was in the building. Mm. Salute. Salute, Lord. I couldn't make it. It was a struggle for me. But 
I heard it went down. I represented for Power Lunch, y'all, bro. You'd have been proud. I wore my shirt and everything. I'm pretty sure you did. Right on time. I was in the building. There you go. You know, uh, <laughs> one thing I love about this show now, Yeah. I get to wear my Power Lunch Hour shirts. I got like two, three. Mm-hmm. But they all the same color, so you don't know. But it's the, I get to wear the same uniform out. I don't have to worry about dressing no more. <laughs> <laughs> Is that wrong? Am I wrong for that? No, nah, you representing, man. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm representing, and I don't have to worry about so much clothes no more. I don't have to worry about them wearing out to the club. I know are you wearing, wearing? Are you wearing like your pilot shower shirt to church and shit? <laughs> like, do you roll to the to the church house with the pilot? I thought about it. Okay, but I knew better. Okay, and I do better. All right. But I have been up there with the shirt on while I was moving furniture, so they know about it. Right on. I love that shirt. Salute. Salute to the shirt. Man, that's a shirt right there. I need to buy another one. Yeah, appreciate everybody who purchased the shirt. We made some great t-shirt sales. If you want to get a Power Lunch Hour t-shirt, hit us up at powerlunchhour at gmail.com. We'll cover the order for you. Or hit me up on our social media. Uh, we can get you a shirt. Facts. You'll love it. Facts. I got y'all shirts coming. Please, I promise you. I told them about it. It's going down. Um... So, the shirts, speaking of which, I love hearing the feedback from the shirts. Like, I got friends going out wearing their shirts. Right. I get calls from people talking about, uh, seeing people wearing your shirts out here, why well, I don't have my shirt, why well, I'm not. I was like, yo, the fact that you even see the shirt and recognize what it means, I love this shit. Real talk. So, the love is strong. I appreciate this shit. That's what's up. Let me know. That's my final thing on it. All right. Let's get into some new. You got anything else in the other weekend plans? All right, well, not plans. Did it happen? No. I'm going to try to figure out how I'm going to swindle this whole dodgeball thing this weekend. That's this weekend? That's this weekend. Oh. So I'm, I'm going to figure out how I'm going to do that. Salute to my dad. It's his 70th birthday this Saturday. Happy birthday, what's dad. What's up, pops? Love you. Um, so, and can we beat your dad ass for his birthday? Hell no. I'm just asking. I don't know the rules. Hell no. You, is your dad about this beat up life? No, he not. Okay. <laughs> dad, I'm going to ask him. He might want to get down. He might want to get his hands in his life. He dad going to put that pistol in your life. Right, just ask him, man. <laughs> she, don't just do say, it. Don't, just say don't no. Do. Just don't say no. Don't do. All right. You know he ain't going. It's his birthday, though. Shit. Oh, give a fuck. Uh, You want to get into this news, bro? Oh, we got to, I guess. You know, we got to do this show here. You don't want to do it? Really? You know, I'm chill. You know, I'm I'm having fun talking about the weekend, you know. What else happened on your weekend, sir? Oh, not shit. That was it. (laughs) (laughs) I just knew that was fun. All right. So, what happened? So, who do you pull from the the, uh, Jerron Marshall show? Any, any, um... (laughs) look at this nigga face. This motherfucker's face right here. You know what you're not gonna do? What? <laughs> what what? I'm asking a question. Like you said the ladies was in the building. The ladies was in the building, man. Okay. We're gonna leave it at that then. They was in the building. It was a great night, you know. I should've I should have came out though. I was, you really I was asleep. I was asleep. You really should have came out and had a good time. I old, mean old man status over here. Hey, it was it was a great night. It really was. That's dope. Yeah. 
Alright, let's get into this news story. <laughs> this nigga is cockroach. <laughs> I gotta stop watching TV. Alright. Serious though. Serious, serious. White Lives Matter. Right? They have a movement going. I heard. They decided to protest outside the NAACP's office in Houston, Texas. Yeah. When I tell you roughly 20 people showed up on Sunday, some of them with red flags, assault rifles, others holding up White Lives Matter banners, or in a protest against the NAACP, they were saying that the NAACP is the most racist group in America. Right. Like, really, bruh? They say the fact that... They haven't stood up and said anything against the Black Lives Matter, other groups who uh, do hate crimes against uh, white people, white police officers, then they support it. Right. But the fact of the matter is that these shootings and things that's happened against uh, police officers is not a Black Lives Matter movement. At it's all. just niggas popping off. Just motherfuckers angry. It's not their fault. Right. So they And, and the thing is, they're saying that since... They're not supporting or not stand up saying anything against these groups. They support them. And these groups, the Black Lives Matter group, is a, a racist organization. I ain't seen now one of you White Lives Matter stand up against motherfucking other groups. Right. So if they're a racist organization, then the White Lives Matter has to be a racist organization. It has to be. And they were sitting there saying, we're not here for any controversy or any violence, but you're standing there with... Teflon vest and assault rifles. Assault fucking rifles at a protest. At what point are you bringing assault rifles? That goes against the whole purpose of a protest. Yeah, you don't you don't want to bring violence. You want to be peaceful, but you got assault rifles and and uh, bulletproof vests. Right. Okay. 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 We we get your point. Yeah. You got you got Confederate flags yeah. and uh, uh white supremacy symbols, but you not racist. You don't you don't want no problems. We don't want you killing us no more in the streets for no unjust reason, but we racist. Oh, okay. Yeah. I get your reasoning. Not. And they got the whole they stand up with uh Donald Trump hats and stuff and T shirts and when you hear them speak on the interview, you can tell that these motherfuckers is like them motherfuckers. Them like, motherfuckers. Did you see his latest bullshit though? Who? Donald Trump ass, like he was talking about on the live show. He was talking about he was trying to appeal to black people. Yeah. He went with the same shit in Florida just this weekend talking about and African Americans. Love you people. I love you people. Seriously? Seriously? Seriously. And then they're trying to spin it to where he wasn't trying to be uh demeaning or racist towards a group of people. He was just trying to speak to a a, a a group of people who was, you know, oppressed and things like that. But you having this whole entire speech in a room full of white people. <laughs> and a, like, they even give a fuck. And actually, they were silent. It was not one applause for the recommendation. Not nobody clapped about that not, shit. Not one motherfucker clapped you, in that you room. You know you out of line racist when white people who support Trump are uncomfortable with like, your Hold on, hold on. We don't help them niggers out. Like, I don't do that. That was like one thing I know about being a racist. You can't say you people. You can't say that. That's kind of that's you're kinda, stepping over the line. Yeah. So, well, the niggas in my house that have a field day of that shit. Yeah, he dropped down from ten percent to eight percent from the black vote. So. 
I was surprised he was at 10 fucking percent. Yeah, good speech. You fucking cool ass niggas. Well, somebody got support him. Somebody got to. Well, fuck that, man. Fuck, fuck all that. Fuck all that. Fuck, fuck all that, though. Since, like, okay. Oh, he's still mad. It's Donald Trump, man. Okay. And he's been on these shows, these talk shows recently, and he's just so fucking... He, the hate that he literally speaks, and you see it get co-signed, and everybody act like ain't shit happen. I, I work with a bunch of white folks. Mm-hmm. And Donald Trump may have just been on air the night before, and everybody's talking about it in the news and everything. You walk around the office, all the these motherfuckers talking about anybody change the water filter? And no one wants to talk about it. Like, Well, they know he's out of line. But they still gonna support him because they anti Hillary and they think Trump's gonna change the world. I don't give a fuck how many bootleg emails that motherfucker sent. She has never just publicly hated niggas. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the craziest thing, if you hadn't heard this video, watched the video uh, a couple of days ago, the the guy um, John Oliver, he got his a uh, night show. You're right. He got this amazing. Uh, little monologue on how Donald Trump is losing so far in the polls that he should just drop out and say it was like a stunt to show how the system is fucked up. Yeah. And save face. Save face. Like you you don't want to lose because you always tell me you're a winner. You've been winning all your life. Right. And you feeling bad that you're losing. If you just drop out right now and say, I did this to show how the system is fucked up. You let me a bigot racist, a misogynist, get this far the system is fucked up jokes on you yeah you would look like a legend yeah. and show everybody that the whole system is fucked up fucked up and it, the way he spent it on him it was it was, it was ridiculous though but he ended up winning by writing the way the way trump is approaching it i think he's doing this on purpose like how much bullshit can i say because i don't think he want to win yeah. i think like he, just he don't wanna, want that responsibility somebody please get me kicked out this bitch please I'm saying what else can I leak out? I'm saying all this fucked up shit and y'all still let me ride. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Somebody, please. Anybody. They, they not listening. They just clapping every time he stops speaking. <laughs> like, we just enjoy him. I'm just here for Trump. I don't care what you say. Trump is the man. Yeah. All right. Uh, some more crazy news. Uh, 2013, Kendrick Johnson was found dead. And a rolled up uh, floor mats from the gym. His parents later sued the uh, about 39 people involved in the case uh, for a wrongful death of their son. Uh, it was later turned there was not enough evidence to prosecute these 39 people. These 39 people went back and asked to get uh, damages and attorney uh, well recover attorney fees yeah. for the case. So the family is now possibly having to pay one million dollars, a million dollars back in court fees to these uh, defendants. Yeah, and just recently the family has filed another lawsuit that is uh, still putting these people and a few more people in the crosshairs of their son's lawsuit. But the question is, uh, should the family be? Forced to pay back damages. 
No. I mean, that's a that's a standard practice that if you lose a case, then you try to charge the person who brought you the case to them to pay their lawyer fees. So they ain't got to pay no money up their ass. But the thing is, the whole case is fucked up from the beginning. It's been going on for years. Right. And I don't understand how the fuck a young man ends up in a rolled up mat in the gym. You can't tell me he died. They say he dived in the motherfucker to retrieve some shoes. Some shoes. You are a motherfucking lot. The shoes is right here. Why would he be that deep in some motherfucking shoes? And then his whole body swole up like he's been beat up. Yeah. Like, I mean, I understand that if you if you went there for a so period of time, you swell up that. But he looked like he has abrasions on his body. Right. He might have died because you know a suffocation. Right. But he has been assaulted. Right. And then the them videotape they released to the goddamn uh, the court system has been edited so many fucking times that it, the time stamps don't even match up. You don't even know what's real or not. Right. So who's who's covering up what? And they said the, right. allegedly the kids who they uh, originally sued had involvement in the kid's death. Right. Their father was some type of. Uh, DEA, some type of uh, federal agent. And they said it was pool. all stemming from uh, Kendrick in the previous incident before then. Right. They had incidents before then. Right. And then they target these kids, and then they feel that their daddy's pool had them edit these tapes for it would match up. Right. The kid didn't kill his fucking self. So the parents, like, upon the first investigation by the state, uh, uh, that said it was just suffocation, but the parents had the body exhumed, and the, their private uh, autopsy said that the, uh, the boy died from neck trauma. The, the, the boy was fucked up when they, they showed All the, the pictures. All the fucked up. Yeah. I mean... So you're you not going to just lie to me. Yeah, this thing been going on for years, though, but it's fucked up that they got to go back. You're going to make them pay lower fees for something that... All the way fucked up. They know in their hearts that something happened, right. and y'all not trying to, to y'all trying to, y'all trying to cover it up. It up. So just, that's like you know, disrespect. that's like they shot Tamir Rice's uh, Tamir Rice, and then gonna ask the family to donate half of their settlement to uh, pay for police training and uh, community interaction. Yeah, and fuck you, you fuck killed my you. child. Fuck you, I don't want you shit, man. You ride out on one. <laughs> <laughs> shit, see if I give a fuck. So you hear about the dude in Indianapolis who got shot at his house? No. Mm. So on Monday. Wait, no, that's not my story. Go for it. So Monday, this uh, it was a it was a nine one one call to the police because uh, a guy broke in, a guy assaulted this man's wife in the driveway, in a uh, uh. Was it community, uh, gated community, right? Right, right. He, right. he assaulted the wife, took the keys, stole the car. So the the she ran in, told the husband. Husband called the police, grabbed his gun. The police showed up. They raised up the garage. He walks out. He has the gun. Shot him. Shot his ass. Yes. Shot the goddamn homeowner, thinking he was the 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 robber. And but the guy, he was in surgery. He's in stable condition now, though. But he called the fucking police. Right. And the thing is that they're trying to see what, why did he shoot him. It's a nine-year veteran who shot the guy. And they were saying he thought he might have been the person, the perp, whatever. But they ran back. They they handed over the 911 tape. 
and the 911 tape has been edited so many times you can't even understand right. what they saying. Cause you already know he told the 911. I got my gun about to open my garage. I'm I'm, and, I'm inside. I got my gun on. And I'd have heard that walkie-talkie system. The transfer from what the 911 saying to what the officer is hearing is real choppy already as fuck. Anyway, it's not right. it's not a direct line. Like the dude on the phone cannot hear what the police officer pulling up. Right. They, said, they have no fucking clue. It's at least a 30 second delay of information. Right. So he done walked his ass out there with that gun and nigga veteran like, I don't know who this motherfucker is. He shot his ass. And I hate it for him. That's fucked up. Because it, it needs to be a better system. But the thing is, they... Better when information. They, when they pulled up to the house, they said they pulled up and barricaded behind their police cars. And then when he opened the door, they shot him. If you behind your police car... You're not in the line of fire if he's not wa- if he's not waving. He just walked out. He got a gun they on They gave no fucks because I bet you it's how the call went out. The call went out. He probably gave the description to the 911 dispatcher. Big black man with a gun. Black man with a gun. It came out. Black man with a gun. The way they try, you see a nigga, you shoot. Yeah. You see a nigga with a gun, I'm shooting. It's the suspect. I'm, I'm out of there. I'm clear. Yeah. They're not getting the full information. And it was it was all bad communication on work. I bet you it was. And it's a fucked up situation too. I just don't. I mean, I hate it for him, but I'm glad he survived or he's Thank in stable God condition. God, he survived. But the thing is, because how many people have it? You don't bring out that gun because you know how life is right now. I mean, I know your wife just got you know assaulted, and you right. know there's people out here who uh, if you uh, see the police you, cars pull up, nigga, you got hey, drop that shit. I don't give a fuck about your license, your credibility, your education. Uh, how fast you run in the 40. You in a gated community with a gun. You a black, black man with a gun and police outside. Nigga shit. Slide a bitch on the refrigerator. Fuck all that. Fuck all that. You don't need the problem. Yeah. So that's fucked up. I'm glad he survived though. Thank God, man. That's all the way fucked up. Um, I wanted to... These next two stories kind of go together. Uh, The first one is a Florida, a Florida father... Was killed after he was set up by a woman he met online on the online dating site of Plenty of Fish. <laughs> I know somebody fuck with Plenty of Fish. They be going on Plenty of they Fish, bro. They be going on Plenty of Fish. Hey, they go live fish. on Plenty of Fish. Like, like so go heard. live, go live from what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> but Adam Hillary, I probably got his name wrong. Sound like you did. Yeah. He died in his kitchen after the woman he met on Plenty of Fish brought three men to rob him Friday. One of the men shot him in the head. All four people connected to the killing were arrested. 18-year-old Hilary Brewster was the woman accused of the setup. This bitch got paid $50 to set this young man up. What did they get? They got uh, the cash they had on them and... Uh, TV little shit that they could grab with them to leave. God damn. Um, and then it's like a, another website. This is app called Offer Up. Uh, Offer Up. You can go online. You can sell and trade different things online. It's kind of like a little, uh, a flea market for online. Right. And uh, people are setting up these different sales and getting robbed on porn, setting up the negotiation. People, these online shits is scary, man. First of all, don't hope for a dream. Sometimes you look out, sometimes that bitch crazy. You might get set up. I just want y'all to caution yourselves 
with this online dating and buying and selling, just meet up quick stuff. You don't bring nobody to your damn house the first time you meet them, though. At all. Especially on some hood ass shit on Plenty of Fish. Like, there's some ratchet motherfuckers on there. Ratchet ass motherfuckers. Don't bring them to your house. Go out to motherfucking Applebee's or some shit. God damn. Take them to the Motel 6. Don't bring them to your house. Don't bring them to your motherfucking house. No. No, you can just get set up and ride, and it's just ridiculous. And when y'all doing selling and trading online, uh, goods and services, there are police drop-off spots where you can meet up in a safe environment. If it's an actual under sale, you can do that you shit. You can't sell no pussy in front of the police, bro. Well, you know, you shouldn't probably do that. Yeah, anyway. I don't think you want to drop off at the front of the police. I don't think, you know, I'm not buying it. We <laughs> talk about people trying to get a uh, motherfucking me. A dish changer or some shit. Who got dish changers though, man? Who knows? I'm just naming out. What is 1992? Who got a dish changer? Who knows? You never know. Okay. I'm just saying, if you need to go get just shit. If somebody trying to sell you a dish changer, they're going to rob your ass. They're going to rob your ass. Don't even do it, man. Don't do it. Your car wasn't meant for it. I don't think they make cars to install a dish changer. You should download that shit to your phone by now. What I'm saying, man, for real. Don't fall for the okie doke. Yo, just be cautious of this online shit, man. Everything ain't and what it say. <laughs> Everything that glitter ain't gold, baby. Nah, right. Yeah, I can't wait for this last story. What you got? Um, let's talk about Leslie Jones. Leslie oh, Jones, Paul, the comedian, baby. who finally, you know, she got her, she was in top five with Chris Rock. Uh, okay, um, she, she you know she was in Ghostbusters, right? Right. She finally right. getting her shine on because she's been in the game for a minute, grinding, trying to do a comedian. Niggas thing. been hating on Leslie for a long time, right about now. So she's in, um, she's in Ghostbusters, and she's on the red carpet, and uh, she's finally getting her her due diligence. She everybody's recognizing her hustle, and they've been taking this woman down through there on social media. Like y'all know when first. Uh, Ghostbusters came out they hacked her account and they was saying all these racist uh, slurs to her, towards her and talking about how she look and being black and her hair I mean just taking her down through Twitter and she actually reported towards Twitter and she got off Twitter altogether because you know they give no fucks on Twitter so recently uh, she just her account was hacked and all her news got leaked on social media so not only are y'all hating on her physically, y'all hate get in, invading her personal space, dropping her news on social media. So disrespectful sons of bitches. They just taking her down through there on the internet, and I, I'm saying, why are they gonna take her down through there? That because they don't treat nobody else like that. I don't think I've seen nobody else get treated like that. I haven't seen this type of hate for her for a person. And so goddamn long. I haven't seen this level of hate. <laughs> this level of petty hate. Like, to hack a phone, release news and shit. All that type of shit. Just because you don't like her. And it's just her. They ain't fucking with none of them other bitches in that movie. They ain't fucking nobody else but her. None of them. Because her. she don't look the same. She don't. She's she not them. She not, she's not one of them. She don't look the same. She's not... She's not Beyonce. I mean, her hair ain't like no. the you know Hawaiian silky. She ain't that Grace Jones. She bitch. ain't got that. She ain't, she ain't light skin. She's just right. a regular black chick who's funny. Who's and, funny as fuck. And 
they just fucking with her, dog, and I just hate it for her. Like I know. all the way hate it for her because she's very talented. She's put she put the effort in to be where she's at right now. I remember when she was on Comic View, right? Everybody remember when she was on Comic View. Then you know she had her moments and she was in commercial. She was on Top Five with Chris Rock, right? And right. I mean she's put her time in, so let her shine. But y'all motherfuckers, bro, that's some hating ass motherfucker. I've never seen so much. You know, it's the whole Donald Trump syndrome. It's so much public hate. That you don't even know where it's coming from. But these, I mean, these are black people too, though. These black people attacking her too. This ain't just white folks. It's just, and that's where's this hate coming from? I don't know. I don't know. I just think that you know she's not the typical Hollywood black female. When are we gonna step outside of my own box and accept an idea of beauty that's not the concept that we was given as kids? Uh, like it takes a lot I think it's gonna have to take a lot of people looking inside of themselves cause some of you motherfuckers is crusty ugly looking like a motherfucker too and I swear y'all the most judgmental motherfuckers out I here I mean they hate on Gab- Gabby Douglas and shit she attracted female her hair wasn't done I mean this bitch so, is flipping what yeah. the fuck you want I'm, she literally is flipping her ass I off. think it's just Twitter they just they just do the most and right. at the same time you have no merit you just you right. just being you ain't got shit else to do but take a motherfucker and but I think it's because it's her they take another level just to hack her account yeah and then talk shit on Twitter then hack her privacy and then leak her news and shit like right. it's just too extra you do it too extra. much for no reason for no goddamn you need more time in hands you need some pussy you need some pussy you need some pussy in your life yeah that's basically what it is that's all it is you got some low self esteem like a motherfucker. So keep shining, man. Keep, keep shining. Keep doing what you're doing. Let them hate. Just just block it out, man. It comes with fame. Honestly, hey, more people know you. Shit. Yeah. Keep keep shining. Your next world going to be even bigger on them hating-ass motherfuckers. And you going to be just sitting there with that rock. Probably win the Oscar in this goddamn movie on your dog ass. All right. What is Oh, so much. I'm going to say that one. All right, so, you know, uh, one thing about, this is a local story. One thing about our city, uh, they don't play about them hot chicks, especially Sherwood in the Pulaski County area. Well, it's been decided that the Sherwood and Pulaski County area is doing too damn much with these hot chicks. So, they are being sued for their uh, hot chicks and arrest division. For the court fines and over court fines and just excessive jail time, locking people up. And everybody's like, I don't see what's wrong. I, we didn't do nothing wrong. But, uh, yes, it's been brought to their attention that they're getting publicly sued for this shit. Who they, who's suing them, you know? Uh, it's, they're being sued by the American Civil Liberties Union of Arkansas and the Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights Under Law. Man, that hot checks uh, been going on for a minute. They've been taking motherfuckers to jail, right? For these damn hot. Ch- I'm talking about twenty dollar hot checks, right? They come and get your ass. They filed the lawsuit on behalf of four people who were jailed because they couldn't pay fines related to bounty checks, and a Sherwood resident who is challenging the practice as their misuse of taxpayer funds. They spend more money locking motherfuckers up than they do actually collecting. I mean, the fine you get for a high check that you can't pay because you're already writing high checks. Right. And then they're going to come get your ass. I mean, the system, is, I mean, is is crazy. They'll come get your ass on a $20 high check. 
Right. And it's not just us. It's saying it's a nationwide problem. Because it started with the $15 to $25 return fee. But then you add on multiple fees and taxes just to go through the whole shit. Yeah. By the end of it, you end up at your ass for $500, 600 For a $20 two, check. Actually, it ended up being a, uh, $2,600 for court costs, too. Man. So that's what they say. Like, hell no. Uh, we suing y'all motherfuckers ass. This shit got to stop. So yeah, fuck you. Keep your checks in line. Get your checks in line. Uh, Another study. Uh, It's a study that says your Instagram feed can reveal if you're depressed. I believe that. (laughs) Facebook, your Snapchat, I can tell. Right. The lead headline is if you've received a uh, if you've ever paused to reflect on a moody, filtered shot of a friend's Instagram feed and wondered if you should reach out, a new study may confirm your worries are true. Do you feel that you should reach out to your friends on Instagram if you see too many sad posts back to back, or do you just let that shit go? I mean, if it's my close friend, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a holler at him. Uh, I mean, it's, if it's a social media friend, I'm just gonna see that shit go. <laughs> let me see. You gotta how, get entertained. Let God me see how it. dark you can get. Are you mad? You big mad, little man? Big mad, little man. How bad are you? How bad can it get? Because some people go all the way to the fucking left on social media. Like, you must be going off tequila because you're going extra. You're going. You're going to regret this in the morning. You all you in shit. your motherfucking feelings right I'm now. Talking about all of your feelings. All of your feelings. You on that motherfucking talking about? He never loved me. He's laid up with a bitch right now, not thinking about you. Yeah. So you can. I mean, I'm pretty sure you can. I can tell motherfuckers going through it. Like if it's my folks, I'm gonna holler at you. If you're just somebody, I'm just gonna see how it go. I'm gonna pray for you. Crazy. <laughs> Next up, <laughs> that story crazy. An Arkansas panel will begin reviewing proposals next month to set up monuments to the Ten Commandments and Satan near the state capitol. How do you feel if the Ten Commandments and a Satan mon- monument get put up at the state? I capitol? don't think you read that one right, though. They're not doing both. They was both proposed. They're not going to do both. Right. Yeah. They're not going to do both. Are they said a proposal? They're reviewing proposals. My yeah. Bad. They're not. I, I doubt they'll put both up there. Right. Because the, the, the reason why they can't really put both, because the Satan mandate was that it get put right in front of the Ten Commandments. For sure, I know that they're going to try to put them bitches together and cause all that uproar. Yeah. But I don't, the Ten Commandments one is almost made for approval. I don't think they should put either, though. I don't think they should put either. The ones you make it separate church and state, I yeah, think this it has should no be place separation of church and state. Exactly. Uh, the Ten Commandments was voted in a while back, though. It's just now coming into fruition, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Because they raised $25,000 for this damn statue. You know what I find amazing? Motherfuckers find all this money to carve out stone of some shit. But yeah. can't find five dollars in their back pocket to help uh the starving kids in our own neighborhoods and uh cities right here locally. Yeah, they dig up all this money to build up uh new housing development or new buildings for this bullshit. Right. And giving raises to these uh local uh, representatives, but you can't fix the damn water in you Flint. You can't fix the water in Flint. You can't 
fix the school system where kids are actually getting the same textbooks. It's it's so much money right. gone. You, I don't know where this money. You just literally told me you raised twenty five thousand dollars for a Ten Commandments statue. statue. Yeah, a piece of stone that's just gonna sit fucking there. But you don't, you ain't got no money though. You ain't got no money to help out the motherfuckers that's right down the street at Central that could use a motherfucking me help on uh, up to date books. No, Central got money, cause yeah, Central do. got money. Shout out Boy, Central. Central got money over there, man. Send somebody down to McClellan. Yeah, <laughs> shit. McClellan still in motherfucking B trailer parks and shit. Man, send somebody to McClellan. Send some money to these schools and out. Like, don't make it be like I want to get something named after me. Just do it. Yeah. You don't need a Ten Commandments. Who the f- how vain are you? To put up a Ten Commandments, to raise $25,000 to put up a Ten Commandments statue, but don't do shit for the community. You know, I don't see how Central have all this money. They got they don't have new football fields yet. Why don't y'all have a new football field? Because Central got all that public money. <laughs> they got that political money. I'm just saying, y'all still playing in the prison. Like, y'all got a, a concrete hey, wall all that around money, y'all football fields till to this day. It looks like all that money is going into... The monuments, the 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 visitor center. It's like a, it's going it's into like, a great program. It's like an episode. I haven't been inside Central in a minute. Though, it's so like a game know. of the longest yard. Like it's like you play it in the pen. No, like, literally, I got two new motherfucking fields. We can't get one. They didn't change their football field twice. <laughs> twice. We can't get one change. Man. Niggas still walking up that motherfucking. Like, how do I get over to the other side? I got the uniforms like y'all the uh, the bad news bears and shit. What you not gonna do? You gonna <laughs> you just gonna stop short of these uniforms? Though. I'm just saying, man. You they give you all stop this short of these uniforms. I'm just saying, man. You can talk about that ragged ass state of all goddamn day. These, I, I'm just saying, man. Y'all get, they y'all get need, too, They need a new track field on that motherfucker. Oh shit! Y'all don't even need hurdles. Y'all got grass, tumbleweed <laughs> for y'all hurdles. Like y'all get too much money over there in Central not to upgrade y'all facilities man, though, man. Parking that shit up private. I'm just saying. This shit ridiculous. Central is too uh, legendary to be looking like to that. To be looking like that, it make no goddamn sense. Make no damn sense. I mean, man. like if you go to drive up to the motherfucking stadium, I swear you look like you still in the 1950s. Y'all got like, it still brand got the new. chalk side colored on it, white on it. <laughs> on the motherfucking brick. The shit look old, man. They even try to white paint, white wash that bitch out. It's like still there. I mean, get your I, fucking lies together, man. Come on. The Little Rock Nine got their name imprinted in the concrete and hey, the fucking wall around the goddamn they football. They got the chalk they use to play hopscotch on I'm that just motherfucker. Saying, man, everything around Central is new. The museum, the all. Oh, they actually fix up the school. I bet you they still got asbestos on the fifth floor. They both got asbestos up there. It's ridiculous, man. I fix up my school. I haven't been in a long time, so all this bullshit might be in vain. Right. It's a brand new school it's a now. Brand new school. We just talking <laughs> shit. I'm like you don't know. You ain't been no such an old ass nigga. You right. Since you got a brand new school, we, we got a brand new school. All our shit fixed. Look, ragged ass nigga. Fuck you, know. you and your podcast, Fuck little nigga. Fuck you and your podcast. You don't know about my school. That'd be funny. That'd be funny. Shit, it's probably gonna be true. Now, I've been there like last two months. So. Now, how was it? Central. <laughs> <laughs> Central. It went hard, though, was it? Oh, man. 
you gonna throw shade, unnecessary shade. Uh, you know, you gotta always throw hog oh, shade. Oh, hog got a new basketball uh, stadium, so they have a nice stadium. So you can't even throw shade at hog. They got some new over there. Yeah, they balance about time. Uh, any other stories? I got one more. Go ahead. Hey, you know. I've been talking about this hermit life, right? Herbal life? life? Hermit life. I need oh, an okay. extra job, a part-time job. Mm-hmm. So I found the perfect part-time job. Porn? Close. Okay. A professional cuddler. A professional cuddler? A professional cuddler. Okay. See the picture? Right. Honestly, these people actually make money. Uh, just... You don't have to have sex. You just uh, lay close to somebody, let somebody just cuddle up underneath you. It takes 10 hours of online training. You have to attend a course and uh, do a course. And you'd be certified to be a professional cuddler. Okay. So you, how long you do have you to cuddle? Do you think you could be a professional cuddler for the extra time? No, I couldn't cuddle. Not that I don't cuddle with strangers. I don't. I don't want you that close to me. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to do it. So I I saw this and I thought it was a joke, right? I'm like, right, let me investigate further. So would you do it? I might. I might. I mean, because here's the thing: you get to negotiate your cuddling. Like it could be like for instance, it could be just a pillow on my lap. It could be just, okay. It could yeah. be just like you can negotiate your levels of this is the cuddle service I offer. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? It could be just like an escort. You know, you can tell you how right. far you're going to go. Right, it's the same thing, but okay. no sex. I don't know. I don't know. It might go down. It, then, see, then it'd, be, that'd be like the extra service. That'd be like, the, like the, uh, happy the happy ending. ending. Okay. <laughs> it'd be a happy ending of the cuddling service. That's a whole different business. Yeah. You know, but the cuddling, you know, you get certified to the company and they put you on this website, bruh. They got a website of cuddlers. Like it's just random people with this shit with profile pictures and they cuddle. I'm telling you, these most ass back looking motherfuckers on earth. Like you just giving out free hugs and shit. I'm saying I can sit there and let somebody lay on my lap for a couple of hours. That's like, what I'm saying. I it don't want to. I don't want to be spooning with nobody. You know, it's an option. You got the yeah, spoon I'm not, option. I'm not spoon level. They man. even got a part in the clause where if you get sexually aroused, uh-huh. you can take a break. Like I, we didn't take a break. Yeah. Away from the we cuddle too much. Damn, I'm gonna need a break. Yeah, but it's extra money. Get income. Just be a gigolo. Fuck it. Why you just sitting there cuddling? Man? You know, be a gigolo, busting over for some man, paper. I'm trying to watch out for that Zika and AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2016. Nobody died from AIDS no more, cuz. Yeah, that shit. Like, <laughs> that shit like polio. That shit don't exist no more, nigga. <laughs> Jump off into the waters if you want to. Oh shit gonna fall off, nigga. Ooh. This motherfucker still raw dog out here in 2016. Though. That shit don't exist no more. That's a myth. That's, yeah, right. Okay. You heard they got freaky come back to Atlanta, right? Stop it. They got freaky come back to Atlanta. That's like they got all these uh like competitions, like twerk competitions, bikini competitions, and shit. All niggas. I'm. T- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck I want to go down to the gay freak dick fuck. But you fuck. know they say Atlanta has the highest uh, rate of uh, AIDS. AIDS is It's like an epidemic out there in Atlanta. Bad out there. I just, I don't know, man. Shout out to the clean ones. You, you, you and far between. 
You're gonna say shout out to the clean ones. <laughs> See, you gotta motherfucker feel proud about something. Like, oh, I am clean. He talking about me. I'm saying, freak nicks. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'll do that. I don't be comfortable with that. I'm too old for that shit. Yeah, they tried it a couple years ago. It didn't work out. So I don't know if it's really gonna pop off, but. We'll see how that goes. We'll see. We'll see. I, mm, I just see a whole no epidemic. They're going to they gonna make a new disease if they try that shit. They're going to quarantine Atlanta. <laughs> it's going to be like, <laughs> like what you're not going to do is ride here, nigga. You better take your ass to Decatur or you better ride out to Savannah, but you're not coming to Atlanta There's right no now. in and out in Atlanta. You got to quarantine. <laughs> it's going to be like episode of Contagion in real life. Damn. This is going to be all bad. Oh man, <laughs> he's stupid. <laughs> right, what's your, what else you got? That's it. I'm out. I got no more stories. That's what's up. Commercial break. Let's take a break. Shot. You already took your break. I did, man. I had to. All right, <laughs> it was real. What's up? Shot. Tell me about We'll be right back. What's good, people? It's your boy, Cordo Seki, here to tell you about the Power Lunch Hour Papa Top Power Connection. Go to Papa Top, 1901 South University, mention that Power Lunch Hour sent you, and get 20% off all wine that's not already on sale on Thursdays. Let's call a win-win combination. Power Connection, baby, we're here for you. Go in, mention Power Lunch Hour, and win. Papa Top, Wine, Spirits, and Beverages at 1901 South University, Little Rock, Arkansas. Holla at your boy. Tell him I sent you. Now let's get back to the show. Ain't none of this shit promise. Ain't none of this shit promise. You ain't say what you sold. Ain't none of this shit promise. Ain't none of this shit promise. And for certain, who is that? It's that Mike Will made it with that Rihanna. Oh yeah, this shit go fucking hard. As That's shit, the song bro. the little white boy turned up on me at the damn uh, the stove. That he, was the song. That's the song. Yeah, <laughs> I know it sounds familiar. That's what yeah. it was. <laughs> little white kid stunned me with that song. That song go hard as shit. I was like, yeah, yeah, they right, they real, they real. Yeah, that song he, go hard. He turned that all the way. That motherfucker stunned it. Yo, you should have fought that little motherfucker. Y'all know what we talking about. You need to go listen to our last episode. Live show. That'd be a hate crime if I did, though, man. Well, a little bit, but, you know, some people heard it. Yeah. Just got to get away with it. Well, see that <laughs> Black man We America. back, baby. Act two. Music news and fix my life. Yeah. That's what we're here for. So, all the music news I got right now is DMX had his 15th baby. Dropping them out. Dropping them out of that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I saw him on Breakfast Club the other day, and um, drugs are bad. Yeah. I mean, take your time, people. Don't, I mean, don't do them, the bad ones. <laughs> so the bad ones. Don't, some, some shit, ooh, shit, man. Now, Damn. DMX is like my favorite rapper of all times. All times, and he looking like old yellow that's about to get put out to pasture right now. Yeah, I just hope he gets his life together. Go and become a pastor like you, like you, like you should, like you destined to be. 
Right. And just spread your your experiences and your knowledge to people that can help them. Cause right. Quit quit passing your semen on. Yeah, you got bigger you got bigger fish to fry, bro. For real, man. You got a purpose out there, bro. You annoying it like a motherfucker, but you just you so fighting it. Uh, it felt like he fighting it to the extent of he just going opposite just because. Yeah. Well, he said the, the, his kid is a blessing. You know, he got he has fifteen. He has four by his ex wife. <laughs> this is one by his longtime girlfriend. So, I mean, he's he forty five, still plugging him up. Yo, shooting clubs up still. I don't know, man. Come on, ex, go on and get a snip, dog. For real, bro. You, you know. ain't got nothing else to prove to us. We know you're a dog. You know, what I'm saying yeah, castrate your dogs. Yo, for real. You like motherfucking me, Bob Barker, new to your pets right now, bro. <laughs> new to your pets, <laughs> man. New to your pets, man. You ain't wilding out, bro. Yeah, you're, you're, they still swimming, man. <laughs> yeah, still swimming. You still strong in these streets, bro. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. It's done. It's over. Yeah, but get your life together, DMX, man. You my dog, for real. For real, man. One of the best rappers alive. So you hear about uh, the Drake and Meek beef that popped off again? Sort of. Is this the one about them in Detroit? No, 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 no. This is the one when, uh, you know, Drake and Future have their uh, tour going on, Summer 16 tour. Okay. And then they went to Philly to perform. Right. So prior to them coming to Philly, they was in D.C. and Drake called, uh, Drake called uh, Meek a pussy on stage. Mm. Because Drake been showing the fuck out on this tour. He been calling out all types of people. Uh, Funk, Flex, uh, Joe, uh, anybody. He been been throwing shade to everybody. Did you hear about Joe Buttons like this? It wasn't even a a challenge per se, but beef. It started on uh, Instagram or Twitter. It was like Joe Buttons versus Cassidy. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. It was like somebody said, Joe Buttons, you should buy the Cassidy. Ha. You know what I'm saying? I, that's not something that I would just want to win. And Kester came back with like an emoji with a laughing face and shit. Like, really, bro? Yeah. So I, I think it'll be dope. I think that'll be dope, too. Uh, Cassie uh, dropped the verse not too long ago. It was real positive about, you know, police brutality and coming together as a people. Yeah. I ain't never heard Cassidy speak in that realm, but, you At know. But I think that'd be a dope. That'd be a dope. That'd be a dope little battle. I watch it. I mean, interrupt the story, but yeah, I just remembered it. I was like, yeah, it would be dope. So, uh, so the story is that Drake heard that Meek is was trying to boycott all the clubs from allowing Drake to party in Philly. Okay. After the show, I remember that. Um, okay. After he heard him calling pussy in D.C., so when we got to Philly. He went in on Meek again on stage in Philly wearing an Iverson jersey. Damn. You know what I'm talking shit. And some of the Dream Chaser squad was outside the club waiting for uh, Drake to come out. We're going to rush his ass, apparently. But they ain't going to do shit. They was behind the barricade and shit. They got a videotape. Jay Prince came out and talked to young niggas and, you know, calmed them down. And the police squad escorted Drake out. Drake left. He didn't party in, in Philly. But my thing is, how dumb can you be to be in the nigga's city talking shit? Real talk. You earned this ass whooping if you catch it. Like, you deserve the fade, though. You do. I because mean, Drake, you're not. Because you get cocky now. You're not about that life. You're not. No, you're not about that life. 
I just don't understand. Like that's like the time when Ti went to uh, Cloverland looking for Lil Flip. Like that was a dumb move. I know you yeah. gangster, but you don't do dumb shit because they. I mean, it's his home. It's his city. It's his city. He got people around. You not that G'd up. I'm just saying, Drake, you're crazy for that shit, though. But he's been talking reckless on this tour. Uh, they couldn't touch him because, you know, they got the police escorts. But I don't know who you think you are, Drake. That's not your life. You're going to have to settle down a little bit, young man. I heard somebody post on Twitter. It's like, Drake and Meek been beefing for like a year and a half. The only person that got hands put on him is uh, Quentin Miller. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> like, Quentin Miller got his ass whooped over some other nigga shit. God Damn. <laughs> that's crazy. Though. You know, that's one person we haven't heard from is Quinn Miller. He ain't said shit. He had an interview, though. He talked about how he got jumped on. Uh, how they, you know, the Dream Chaser squad ran up on his ass at, at the Dream Nike Chaser. store. Yeah, they ran up on his ass at Nike store. <laughs> Stole on his ass. How you feel like you get your ass whooped by Dream Chaser? Nigga, I thought we was working towards a goal. Right. She gonna whoop my ass. I can't chase the dream no more, bitch. Yeah, but they was mad about how it transpired, how Drake took uh, the verse that Quinn Miller wrote and put on his track. That's what. That's why Mick is upset because it was a, it was it wasn't his verse. He stole the verse. But then they got this whole thing about how um, you know sample tracks and shit, and how the industry have things where people write up tracks. And Niggas been ghostwriting for years. Why it ain't like something new? But I don't I don't think that's true though, man. I I mean, like artists like singers get songs written from they just sing it. But I right. thought rappers, like rapper rappers, wrote their own verses. Like you I can't imagine Pac having a ghostwriter. Right. It's some it's some real artists out there, but it's some real people that's have people writing their rhymes. I understand that. Like yeah. Diddy, everybody know Diddy has. Everybody know Diddy. Little Bow Wow would do it. But you can't these not lyricists. You can't say somebody wrote Eminem's raps. But no. You can't say people wrote Jay-Z raps or J.D. Kiss raps. No. But, it, but the question is, if somebody wrote Drake or Lil Wayne raps, is still out there. That's true. But the thing is, I don't think... The thing that's fucking me up about the rap game right now, that people don't give a fuck. Like, right. you, Drake didn't what write is his no raps. What is no artistry? People, like, they, don't, they don't care that Drake didn't write his own verses. They still like Drake. Just imagine to say Biggie didn't ever write his verses. You know how the fuck the game would change? It'd be done. I'm not fuck with Biggie. But you got to listen to this. Right? The shit they listen to on the radio right now is so horrible. So horrible. It's just so garbage horrible. They're not even respecting the crowd. All they're doing is literally repeating one line 32 times. Over a nice beat. Over a nice beat. This one dude, what his song was like, uh... I'm a hitter with the woe. I'm a hitter with the woe. I'm a hitter with the woe. Uh, no. Beat it. I'm a beat it like Michael Jackson. Beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it. I'm a beat it like Michael Jackson. I'm like, are you serious? Is this, is this your whole song? What the fuck are you talking about, son? I feel yeah, old. I, I don't think the craft is, I mean, they, there's no um, respect or no. Um, no lyricists. They don't, they don't give a, a, a fuck about being authentic or being different or just being the top of the game. Like nigga Lil Yachty said, I don't care if I'm not a lyricist. Bitches like me. Like, you don't even right. care about being a, a viable uh, entity in rap. Like Some people just like, I paid for it. Give me that verse. You be like, are you serious? Yeah, so speaking of that, you know, Frank Ocean dropped his album. 
two days ago. How was it? Blonde. I hadn't listened to the whole thing. I like the vibe. I like Frank Ocean. I like the vibe of it. Um, I hadn't listened to the whole thing, but it's Frank, so I fucks with it. But he got uh, Andre 3000 on the verse again like he had on his last album. Andre 3000 has been known to kill a verse on your dog. And he just gave him a whole verse. He didn't even... Frank didn't even touch it. He just let him have a verse on his own. Why don't they do it? And he was he kind of brought up the fact that, you know, he was rapping and said, this whole time I thought people wrote their own verses. I think I've been working, you know, pretty much I've been working hard for nothing because they didn't write their own verses. At all. And I think that might have been a slick shot at Drake stating that, you know, I've been listening to your stuff, clapping and shit, and you ain't write your own shit. You ain't write it. So, you know. Because, you know, that was up. the same thing. Uh... What's the Fifty Shades of Grey motherfucker? With The Weeknd. You know, they said, uh, The Weeknd uh, said that he gave up his whole first album to Drake. Just because on a uh, similar strength of, man, I was just trying to get on. Like Joe Budden said. That's why we can don't fuck with you no more. Because yeah. Weeknd gave you your, your he whole. He gave you his whole first, week, yo, he gave you an album. He gave you an album. Sorry for the wait. That's one why, of that one, one of that one? I don't know which one it was. It was like one of the one of the good ones. He's like, that's why he don't fuck with you no more because you took all this shit and you didn't you didn't give him no shine for it. Right. Then say shit, you took all that shit. Yeah. Party next door. Took all his shit. Yeah, you better rob another motherfucker. Who knows? Shit don't add up though. I know that. Yeah, much. the game is fucked up right now though. Game all the it's way sad. fucked up. That's all I do is listen to old uh, hip hop. I don't listen to new shit no more. What's the point? It's so annoying. It's like na 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 na. Like what? Is that a song? Right. Beat, eat, lick, lick, uh, 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 eat ass. What? Is that a song? I I don't like this song. It's taking me someplace I don't want to go. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. This is not for us, though. It's for the younger generation. Man, this younger generation is fucked up. I guess they said the same shit about us. But still. They did. We was never this bad. Yeah, I think Snapchat, I mean, I said Snapchat, uh, ringtone rap fucked the whole game up. Once they started doing ringtone rap, niggas got 15 seconds. They just, they just fucked lyrics. We just going to make it snappy. Real quick. Real yeah. quick. Uh, crazy. Anyway, you know the music news? No, I think that's all I got. Uh oh, you know what that means. Explode. Fix my life. Dun, dun, dun. All right, we have a few to get through, so I'm going to try to be expedient as possible through these. Um, the first one. Dear Power Lunch Hour, my best friend Kate approached me on a matter I'm uncomfortable with. For the last 12 years, we have laughed, cried, consulted on everything we struggle with, and shared our joys. Kate has a great match. I'm struggling with the decision to remain in mine. Recently, Kate and her husband and I were on an outing when they mentioned a menage a trois. It was obvious to me that they have done this before. Kate has been my closest friend for years, but I realize now there's a side to her that I've never knew. My resistance to their suggestion seems to have had no effect on her, yet I'm wrestling with my feelings. I'm trying to ignore this and maintain the friendship we had before, 
but it has been difficult. I wish I had never known. But now that I know and that I do, I need help sorting it out. Sign, missing my best friend. That's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if you don't want to do it, it don't sound like she's, she's down to do it. Right. You need to let that be known first. Yeah. I think you need to uh, establish a clear ground. Hey, like, don't you ever, 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 ever disrespect me. Like Drake, you know like, what I'm like, like, like 3000. Grab her by the neck. Bitch, don't against you the ever, wall. ever, ever disrespect Don't you ever disrespect me. Never, not at all. Oh, bitch, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I think you need to establish your grounds. Yeah. You know, if they still want to take it there, you know, hey. I can't fuck with you. I can't fuck with you. And since you still feel some type of way about it, you probably need to have this conversation three weeks ago. Yeah. Yo, let that bitch know. Don't you ever, ever disrespect me. You know, let her know. You ain't with it. Yeah, if you want to continue this friendship, you need to cut yeah, this shit out. I think you can still save your friendship. I think it can still work. But you just need to communicate uh, your safeguards, what you feel good with, what you don't. I'm not about that shit. I'm not about that life. That's what you need to tell them. All right, next up. Why does Jerry Seinfeld have so many boxes of cereal in his Kitchen. He has a lot of boxes of cereal in his kitchen. You've never seen him eat a bowl of cereal. I've never seen him eat a bowl of cereal. Not one damn bowl of cereal. He a single man with seven boxes of cereal. He has eight, bro. <laughs> he has eight to ten. The whole shelf is full of cereal. I but, mean, I'm by myself, and, and I can't nobody, go through a whole box nobody of cereal. Nobody on Seinfeld has ever had a better apartment than Jerry. <laughs> Now I know one of his friends. Somebody he might have tried to get the job. Elias is straight. But Jerry's is like the spot with all that damn cereal. He got so much cereal, though. Maybe chicks love cereal. <laughs> Dear Power Lunch Hour, I recently moved in with Tim, a man I have been dating for more than a year. We're very much in love and plan to be married one day. My problem is he keeps getting phone calls from old girlfriends. This morning, someone called, but hung up when I picked up the phone. Until now, I have trusted Tim completely. Now I'm afraid perhaps we acted too soon in moving in together. Tim has always remained friends with all of his ex-girlfriends after their relationships have ended. He says that they are nothing more than friends now. I think he should have finalized his previous romances before I moved in. I believe he should take the initiative and contacting these women, ask them to respect our relationship by not calling. How can I handle this without giving him an ultimatum? Sign upset in Seattle. Um, I think you guys are bringing to his life like that. I mean, it seemed like Tim got that work so that they stick around, you know. Right. If, right. You, ain't, if you ain't handling your business, bitches ain't fucking with you after y'all break up. At all. If you got, if you work with something, they they'll stick around. We'll be friends. We'll we'll make it work. Yeah, we cool. We cool. We cool. Not only that, uh, he told you this shit before y'all became cool, so you got to get you out of your own goddamn way. Now, if you willing to put up with that shit, I mean, no. If y'all in a relationship, y'all dating, you, you don't want a nigga ex calling him and shit. And exactly. You don't she, want this. If shit. she hanging up when you pick up, it's not a friendship. Right. But you know, it's been going on for a while now. That don't make it right, though. At all. But I think you do, like I said, communicate. Hey, okay. 
Hey, this shit gotta stop, bro. Yeah, you gotta bring it to his life. Right. But yeah. also know what you done agreed to before you sign up for this shit. I mean, you so can't just trust. They, they you get, can't just trust him to put it to an end on his own. Was I'm saying? She want him to take an initiative. It he should like. though. He should, but he not. Ain't no nigga going to. Shit. You gonna have to let that nigga extra know. Hey, hey, all right. I'm here. Cut this shit out. I mean, you gotta just voice your opinion on that. If he don't respond to it, then you know it's, it's more than the friendship. Right. Like if if like if y'all friends, why is the person hanging up? When you pick up the phone, right? That's just, that, that's a that's a red flag right there. Right. And if you bring to the fact that you don't you don't appreciate that, and they continue to do that, then they're not respecting y'all y'all boundaries. So yeah, you got to bring it to his life. Yeah, bring it to his attention. Have a communicate. Have an understanding. An open dialogue about the shit and nip that shit in the bud early. That way you won't have to worry about late problems. I think. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dear Power Lunch Hour, for health reasons, I have been walking during my lunch break at work. That ended last summer when someone unleashed his dog between his house and his car. The dog saw me on the sidewalk, charged, and jumped on me and bit me. Damn. Thankfully, I put my arm up, so it only got my arm. But now I'm terrified to walk outside for the fear of being attacked again. The bite has nothing. The bite was nothing compared to the trauma. I'm afraid the fear will be with me for the rest of my life. No one thinks their dog would hurt someone, but I learned the hard way that it's not always true. I wish dog owners would be more responsible, not only for their sake, but also for their dogs and other people's. Do you have any thoughts? Signed, Shell Shocked in Michigan. Obviously, she don't stay in the hood. Because there's dogs up and down the hood. You should have been running for King for about five years right, right now. <laughs> you know what block King stay on. know what block King stay on. King get loose, nigga, move your ass. King think, loose. I don't, I don't think King is in the cage. I don't see him in the yeah, cage. I, I think you've been almost a little too bougie about the shit. Yeah, who runs in the neighborhood? I mean, it's, obviously it's not a neighborhood filled with dogs like the hood. But right. you didn't take your ass to a track. Yeah, that that one you you didn't get away. Yeah, run you your mean, ass run your ass downtown, yeah, <laughs> and, and get chased by the homeless people. You should got your Dodger game on. When he came between the cars, he only go one way. Yeah, gone old Jay just run around the gone, car, kick the fucking shit out that dog. You know what kind of dog it was though. Yeah, kick your move, nigga. Don't stay and fight that motherfucker. She gonna stay there and get bit. She traumatized. Nobody nobody's prepared for dog uh, combat. Nobody is. So I mean, you I can't, bet she is now. Ah oh, shit! Another dog run up on her ass, and she gonna do the I same bet she thing. Got a arm up. For a dog. <laughs> There's no uh, self defense against dogs. Yeah, at all. So for real. Uh, go on, get your lawyer up. Go on, get paid for that dog bite, and take your ass to a track. Because running the hood is not good for you. At all. No. It's not your fight. Yeah, stay out the neighborhood running, cause dogs happen. Dogs get rare and king get loose. Yeah. You just be looking lost as fuck. Dear Power Lunch Hour, at what age do you believe it is appropriate for a girl to start wearing makeup? I don't mean lipstick and huge amounts of eyeshadow, but a bit of mascara and lip gloss. Sign wandering in the suburbs. 18. 18? 18. 18. Yeah. yeah, 17, 18. You need to be grown. Yeah, graduate high school. 
do what you want to do. Yeah, then then you're free. Yeah. Uh, let me see anything else. My homeboy asked a question. He was like, "What age is it appropriate for your little daughter to start wearing bundles? How old should your daughter wear? She start wearing weave? Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. I mean, you gotta let the baby's hair grow naturally. That's how they get the motherfucking edges snapped, uh, snatched out. They're trying to put too much uh, glue in their goddamn head. Yeah, I seen little kids that be like six or seven with hair weaves and shit. Like, yeah, come on, man. You got, you can't. And then you got to pay for it because they ain't got no job. Them bundles ain't cheap. You know, you ain't got a little kid wearing a whole head of weave. For what? Who you got to impress? Who you impress? You better come learn your ABCs. <laughs> Sit the fuck down. Sit the fuck down, little fast ass. She ain't fast. The parents put it in the head. <laughs> that bitch fast. <laughs> She's fast in training. Anyway, that's the last one. Is it? Uh, I'm not complaining. I'm just asking. Okay, I'm about to give you another one now. I wasn't requesting. I'm just asking where we at with that. Let's give them one more. You said she here. Dead power lunch hour. I went out to dinner with a close friend last night. During the hour we were at the restaurant, she made and received no less than 11 seven phone calls, cell phone calls. These were entire conversations, not unanswered rings or a quick, I'm busy now, call you later. If there had been extraordinary, I can't even see it. If there had been if there had been extreme circumstances. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Right there. Maybe I wouldn't feel so offended. But the chats were with a co-worker. Someone from church, her boyfriend, her daughter, etc. This friend does live on her phone. But this was excessive even for her. I thought it was ridiculous. And the next time I may be too busy to meet her for dinner. Should I say something or just avoid or limit meals with her in the future? Sign, put on hold in Texas. So they're not dating, they're just friends. Right. Oh, I mean, y'all friends, you know your friend is that type of person. I mean, the close, I mean how close the friends y'all are. Right. But it's, it's very disrespectful. Um, wasting, she wasting your time. Right, everybody wasting time. Like, yeah. You, you can put some shit on hold if we out trying to have a good time together. You bring in everything else that comes to your way. You're not really focused on what we're doing, so, yeah. You ain't building for the cops. Yeah, they ain't your friend, friend. They, they y'all just, just, y'all your, just hanging out. Y'all just there to be there. Y'all just trying to get Margarita happy hour. <laughs> y'all trying to stack up your uh, group rates. You numbers. trying to go out there and take selfies in public so y'all can get your likes up. It was lit in this bitch, is what they saying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Dear Paul and Chow. I thought it was the last one. I was there. Okay. Should stepchildren and offspring be recorded in our family Bible? Signed, Keeper of the Family Bible. What's the family Bible? I like the just tradition is in the black family, especially you have that big, huge uh, family Bible, and you keep your family tree in the Bible. You keep it listed, and then the family Bible get passed on to the next generation. I never heard that. Yeah, we everybody well. Everybody, I guess. Everybody don't do that. So yeah, we got a, one in our family. There's a family Bible? Yeah, it's a family Bible. And it passes on to the next generation. When did you get the family Bible? Like when my parents passed. Like it's so the, you get it next? Yeah, it's the first 
The firstborn usually keeps the family Bible. Other family. The question is, who you going to pass this Bible off to? Man, I'm telling you, we go back to our first problem in season <laughs> one. You know what I'm saying? You if you get this family Bible, who you going to pass it off to? Who you going to pass it off to? pass it off to my cousin. Okay. I'm going to have to if I don't have no kids by then. Damn. I never heard of that. We don't have no family Bible. I got to talk to my family. We slipping, bro. Yeah, yeah, I do. I so, do, do side kids, some side kids get in the... If you consider them family, they get, the rule is they get included in the Bible. Okay. Like, even if it's a side baby, you might not put the mama, but you might put a branch that's empty like a motherfucker and put the kid name. I never heard of that. Yeah. My family tree is so thin, so it's just like four <laughs> branches. <laughs> <laughs> you just got your strong maple in there. We, so. we got it. <laughs> Motherfucker, our family tree is six o'clock, nigga, straight up and down. <laughs> Damn. You got a couple of branches on that shit. Yeah, I should have fought oak tree this motherfucker. <laughs> Damn, I never heard of that. I got to talk to my mom about that. Yeah, it's our lives together, man. Works. Learn your history. But that's all I want. I'm ending with that, something positive. Learn your history, learn your family. We don't want you fucking your cousins and stepsisters on purpose. You know, trying to prevent that in life. Yeah, my family not from here, so I'm fucking all y'all. Yeah, that one road trip out of town. <laughs> <laughs> it does more often than that. It's crazy. Not by me. Shade and big. Hey, shot to be by to the women's second commercial break. We'll be right back. What up, good people? It's your boy, I'm something else. Let you know about our good sponsors at Papa Top Wine, Spirits, and Beverages at 1901 South University, Little Rock, Arkansas. Now listen up, Papa Top got the best deals in all your adult beverages. They got everything from wine to whiskey, from tequila to Tanaka. I don't advise you to drink Tanaka, but they got it, believe me. So holla our good friends at Papa Top Wine, Spirits, and Beverages. Let them know I'm something else from Powerland sent you and have a turn up. And let's get back to the show. I got time today, cuz. I got time today, cuz. Man, I ain't gonna lie. It's been a great fucking week. But don't lie then. It's it's been it's been cool as shit. I I want to be mad and be upset. It's, it's one little thing that kind of ticks me off. Real quick, Jerry Seinfeld has the cereal box labels faced out now. Damn. I just noticed that. Yeah, he got the labels faced out. Like, at like, first, it was just the it was That's just the why I'm fucking with. At first, it was just the uh, new, uh, nutrition. Nutrition. Shit. Now he got the labels faced out. I fuck with these cereals. Yeah, honeycombs, uh, it's, it's grape a, nuts. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Smacks. Wheaties. <laughs> you got so much cereal boxes. You had to put MJ Wheaties on there. I bet you that's Michael Choi Wheaties. Okay. All right, sorry. I got to start watching TV. Yeah, yeah we do got to start watching TV while we're doing this show. Uh, my only, I got time today because, like, look, real talk. I want to say thank you to everybody that's been supporting and loving the show. Like, without you, it's no us. I appreciate that shit. Real talk. But what I don't need from some of you people 
is to tell me that, oh, I missed your live show. You just had it, right? My bad. I didn't see it. You didn't tell me. Look, I'm only one motherfucking person. And I make myself well known on social media when it comes to Power Lunch Hour. You literally cannot go on my page and not see a Power Lunch Hour post. And if we had a live show, I know the whole week leading up to it, that's all you saw. So, I, hey, I appreciate you even listening or even remember or even know about the show. Thank you. But don't lie to me. Don't come up to me with that. You didn't tell me about it. I didn't know. You know, save, save that bullshit. Don't need it. Hey, the fact that you know about the show and you even think about listening to it, I appreciate it. The extra going out your way to make it seem like you cooling down, don't need it at all. Maybe they just kept scrolling and they didn't read it. It literally was like a, a press play type function. Yeah. It, it literally was like a press play. It's not like a, a keep scrolling like, oh, see it. Oh, I don't know where it said. It might have some words to it. No, you actually got to go listen to it. Right. So I'm not mad at you for not making the show at all. And don't think, and as a few people thought I was going to feel some type of way because they told me they was going to come to the show and they didn't. I wasn't tripping on that shit at all, man, because I know you listen to the motherfucker. But don't just don't bring that fake shit to me. I don't, hey, I don't need it. Yo, we good. We good. We so good. Save my energy. Right. That's that's what just bugs me. Just save my energy. I'm not here for it. Well, I'm going to save my energy because I don't have time today. Cause that's real. I mean, sometimes, you know, you just, you know, you're free. It was a short window. It was a short week. Right. Um, we had a live show late. Had this podcast regular time. So uh, I hate that I don't have a time because this is my favorite segment. And I really right. go in on this segment, but nothing really pissed me off to the fact that I got to bring it to somebody. So wow, I think that should be that's a rarity. Yeah, it's very rare. I just knew you were gonna go off on housing or motherfucking me. A lot of people piss me off on a regular. I'm yeah. good though. I had too much going on to get pissed off by anything. That's what's up. But, so you got I'm some cutty or something? Some cutty? No, like ATL. You got some cutty? No, nah, you know I retired two years ago, man. I ain't fucking no more. I retired. Lies. <laughs> I retired. I hang my I hang my jersey up in the Raptors. I'm done. <laughs> Shit, that jersey is like <laughs> what are you gonna say? <laughs> that jersey still motherfucking get dust out. <laughs> I retired. <laughs> you gonna celebrate? Huh? You done? I'm just done. I'm not celibate. I'm just done. I retired. Yeah. I'm good. It's I ain't got nothing else to prove. Celibate here, celibate there. What more can I say? <laughs> yeah. Shout out, shout out, shout out. Yeah, I want to shout out everybody that came to the live show. First and Salute, foremost, live show is dope. That meant a lot. Now, real it talk, it, you took the time out of your schedule to come kick it with us. That means something to me. Shout out to my uh, my homeboy, my uh, DU alumni, Gianni. Uh, he posted the other day that, you know, he listened to the show, and we got a great show going on. Keep going. So I, that meant a lot to me. Salute, um, uh For somebody that I didn't expect it from, I appreciate that. That's dope. That means a lot, for real. That's real. Shout out DJ Most Wanted One. Yeah. Yo, you holds it down every time. Thank you. Real talk. You one of the best DJs in the motherfucking land. You got it no on doubt. lock. All the way on lock. We appreciate you. 
For Real sure. talk. Uh, Mom, Dad, thank you. I'm Renee, thank you. Y'all all played y'all parts. I really do appreciate it. Um, who else? You know, I actually sent out some thank you cards to the yeah. older generation. To the older generation? They helped us out with the live show. The younger generation, our age, they don't respect the thank you card. That's true. They really don't. Like, you just need to go there and just, you know, treat them with a shot or something. And that's a thank you. But the older folks, it was just like surviving some much. You got to send a thank you card out. They respect it more. They well, really that's, do. That's cute. Yeah, step up your thank you card guy, people. Yeah. Yeah. But, yo, uh, I think that's it, but I'm, I can't even think of it. If I forgot you, I'm so sorry. I love you regardless. Yeah. Anybody else? No, nah, man, I, don't, I, I can't think of anybody that I missed, though. Look at God. Well, salute to everybody. If we miss you, we sorry. We love you. Turn up. Shot. Tip your bartender. Join us next week for a brand new episode. Yeah. Power Lunch Hour at gmail.com. Send in your letters, questions, rants, whatever you got. We got your motherfucking back. And on that, that note, yeah. I'm out. And I'm out. Shot.